0: Welcome into to The Retirement Playbook with Brock Alsball. I am your host. You, we are brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. They are, we are, the retirement people. And we're here with you every Saturday, bringing you great information to help you realize the retirement of your dreams. Uh, and we've got a great show lined up for you today, guys. Uh, but before we get into anything, I also want to introduce my wonderful co-host that's with me every week, the great Tony Shore. Hello, Tony. Uh, well, thanks, Brock. That's a great <laughs> introduction. Wow, I, I don't know if I deserve that, but uh, no, th- that, was, stop awesome. It. that yeah, was awesome. You do. That was awesome. So, do. Brock, I'm doing great to answer your question. Uh, you know Good. what? Yeah, it's just been, you know, the last weekend I went to an Irish fair uh, with the family, and wow, that was fun. I'm half Irish, so that was kind of fun. Oh, uh, there you go. A lot go. of great Perfect. music and traditional Irish music and. Uh, games and food and you know i feel like we're kicking off like fair season you know our fair is gonna yes. be here in a couple weeks and our district fair that we host every year and, and anyway it, and, and jackson just had theirs it's just yeah yep. i i i feel like it's it's fair season it was fair season let's bust out the funnel cakes tony the funnel <laughs> cakes and the corn dogs and yeah and food on a stick <laughs> I'm glad you're doing well, Tony, but uh, let's get into the show today. But before we actually do, I want to let people know that the best way you can help yourself to get started on great information is just go to our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com, and you'll see my picture on the website right there, and then you can download um, our our Roth conversion guide. Uh, You can also right now... Get information on taxes. Uh, We call it the power of win. In other words, how do you control your destiny when you pay your taxes and how much you pay in taxes? There's lots of good planning to be done when it comes to taxes, but you've got to have a plan. How do you do that? You download that report on our website, very front page right there. Uh, Also, you can download past shows. Uh, If you want to get topic specific, you can do that. We've got every show that we've done is on there. You can also order my book. It's called The Last Paycheck. If you're getting close to retirement or if you already are in retirement, you need to order that book. It's The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. Sustainable, Tony, that's a key word. Why is that a key word? Because we're talking about inflation. That has been a huge topic. Yeah. And it should be because it's real and it's here right now. Um, but but do you have the sustainable retirement income, meaning Can you uh, increase your withdrawals to offset the cost of higher uh, goods and services? And so that's a great way to get started. Order that book and uh, The Last Paycheck and get started. But if you want to really take the next step, if you really want to make sure that you're on pace to have the retirement of your dreams, you need to just give us a call. Let's develop a plan for you. It's 332-7855. Again, 573-332-7855. All right, Tony you ready to get started i am ready what do you have for us uh, regarding a topic today yeah so today we're talking about financial follies to avoid okay we there's people that that have failed in the past and that's normal we all fail at some aspect of our lives right but we, what we need to do is make sure that we learn from those failures And make sure that we turn that failure into a challenge or and or opportunity. That's what life is all about. And so today we want to talk about some of the mistakes that people have made, and we can kind of learn from that and say, well, you know what, Brock talked about this on the show today, or he talked about it on you know a month ago. I remember him saying this. Great, let's learn from those mistakes. All right. So you know, and again, by the way, Tony, you know this. You know, TikTok and YouTube and You know, all these different video uh, sources that are out there now. Um, I'm not on TikTok. I really don't know a whole lot about (laughs) it other than I have a 14-year-old and an 11-year-old in my house. Right. (laughs) But um, you can always see these clips of of fails and errors and flops, mistakes, falls, and so much more on any of these websites now. Um, But if someone can screw something up, there's always a good chance there's a video of someone else doing that online. So, again, making the transition of we've made a mistake, other people have made mistakes, let's learn from our mistakes, and let's learn from other people's mistakes as well. Um, When it comes to financial follies, you know, obviously, Tony, I've been doing this for, you know, just about 20 years here, and that makes me feel old, by the way, Yeah. when I say (laughs) I've been doing it for almost 20. That really actually it makes me feel really old. Yeah, but you old. started when you were 10, so you're very Yeah, young. there you go. Yeah. There you're, you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I suited up early. See how that know. works. <laughs> In October, by the way, will be my 20th anniversary. So. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. You must have started that. young. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, so today uh, we're going to discuss a number of financial follies with my clients as we're talking about their current financial strategies you know, what they're doing and maybe some of the mistakes they're making right now. Probably one of the biggest mistakes I see, Tony, is that when people come into my office for the first time and we discuss their financial situation, we discuss their investments, we discuss their strategies and what they're doing, their withdrawals, Social Security strategies, all of these things that we talk about with everyone. And what I see a lot of times right now because the market, the stock markets have done well, Investments are uh, you know, at all-time highs, and that's all great. But what's wrong with is that is that we're probably now too aggressive, right? So in other words, your, your your stocks and your stock mutual funds or equity funds have gone up more proportionally than the other uh, investments you may have like bonds. And so we have an over-allocation, and we're too aggressive right now. I would encourage everyone to kind of check that out and make sure that you're in line. And if you don't know if you're in line, simple way to get started is go to mycolorofmoney.org and you can fill out our 11-question survey called the Color of Money Risk Analysis, and it will help you determine where you kind of should be. It's a general rule, right? It's not all, end-all be-all, but it's a general uh, area of where you should be invested and how you should be invested. And you can compare that to your actual investments. If you need help beyond that, obviously you can give us a call, but, uh, and we'll help you through that. But that's a big one right now that's probably the number one uh, that I see as far as mistakes that people are making uh as it as it is right now let's let's point to an article here to get some more out sure. of this uh Tony we've got an investopedia article titled 10 top 10 most common financial mistakes okay uh, the first critical financial folly is overspending on things you really don't need uh Tony I know that <laughs> you know, in our world. Yeah. yeah. L- let's define. I thought you were you know, going to use that, me as an example and throw me under the bus right there. No, I'm guilty of it, though. I'll admit. <laughs> well, look, it's very simple and easy to do in this crazy world we live in, though, right? Right. In um, a very consumer driven market. and And so, you know, what we need to do really is go to step one, which is define what a need is. Food, shelter, clothing is actually the definition. Back when you were in second grade, where right? sure. I learned those are what needs are. Yep. Um, that's probably expanded a little bit. I would hope um, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm in real. I'm really guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all would be Tony. So yeah, it's called progress, right? So, right. Um, but when I point things out to clients that they're spending a lot of money on and ask them, "Do you really need to do this?" They often emphatically say yes but as we chat more about it their emphatic yes becomes more of a yeah maybe probably not you kind of thing. Um, I like to use lunch as an example Tony. if you're spending thirty dollars a week on an afternoon meal, it can be easy to think thirty dollars isn't gonna you know make or break you. but right. let's broaden those numbers. thirty dollars a week is a hundred and twenty dollars a month, okay? Does that sound a little bit different? Now we're talking about $1,560 per year. You don't realize how fast swiping that debit card, and I, I will stick by saying this, I've always said this, the debit card has ruined the financial responsibility of Americans <laughs> and, yeah, and it maybe has. A, all over the world. Yes. It really has. Uh, because, you know, back in the day, you remember this, Tony, you would write checks, you would have cash. It's a lot harder to go, "Mm, I don't really want to let go of this $30, but when you swipe that card, you just don't really think about it too much. Well, you need to, okay, Uh, because $1,500 over a year time, and that's just one per week. I know people that eat out three and four times for lunch a week, okay, and so you can just do the math and multiply this out, but again, you don't realize how much you're overspending on things you really don't need to. Yeah, and I think we're all guilty of that, right? And I, I've fallen into that trap, and, you know, I, I'll i run out and grab a, a $10 lunch, $12 lunch. What's the big deal? But if you do it every day, and especially multiple times a day, well, then it, then it becomes a big deal, right? And the end result is it, yep. obvious. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, another way, Tony, uh, to drain your bank account, <laughs> drip by drip. Okay, we're talking about coffee this morning. And <laughs> I love coffee, so... Little Okay, that wasn't maybe funny to some people. But anyway, you get the point, (laughs) drip by drip. Yeah, there you go. We have these ongoing payments, right? You have things that are just dinging your bank account every month for things like Amazon Prime and cable TV and streaming services, gym membership. The reoccurring payment trend is getting more common. And businesses out there have realized that that's how you build a sustainable business is by dinging people every month. You know, for example, you've got Peloton. Okay, now we're talking $40, 50 a month. We've got Netflix, um, all these other things that I just mentioned. Hulu, you know, HBO Max, Apple TV, Disney Plus. These are things that I know a lot of people have. And while they may only be 10 or $15 a month or maybe even up to 30 and 40 for some of those other things, all of these things add up big time. Okay? I mean, just on your streaming services with Netflix and Hulu and whatever else you may have, it's easily over a thousand dollars a year on these things. That's a lot of entertainment. Yeah. How much of that do you really need? Are you getting out of it what you really want to, or and or need to? Um, I, maybe there's cheaper ways to do it. You know, um, but but uh, anyway, dinging that account with those ten and twenty dollars, I would just encourage you to to look at your bank uh, statements. Um, and that's another thing that a lot of people aren't doing, Tony, because, you know, let's face it, we're an electronic world. And so many people opt. I don't want to get that bank statement sent to my house every month. It just clogs up my mailbox. So they go with the electronic delivery. And guess what? You don't look at them right? like you should. And so reconciling those statements is always a good idea. And even if you just did an audit every couple months, OK, uh, at a minimum, then, then you can kind of see how this is really affecting your overall budget. Right. Right. And I think that's important. And I bet a lot of people put like all those streaming services on auto pay with a credit card. And that means, you know, if you don't pay your bill on time, you're paying interest on your Netflix account. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a that's a great point, Tony. Um, and here's the other deal. You know, when you have multiple services like these streaming services, I mean, I'm talking about this because it's such a big one. I mean, everybody it seems like is doing this. Um, but when you have multiples when you have Netflix and you have Amazon Prime and you have Hulu and you have whatever else it is. That, you know, do you really need that? I mean, that might be one month of your script or uh, subscription might be a real nice, fun night out with your friends, you know, once a month. So, you know just take a look at all of these things that you are subscribed to and really ask yourself, do you need to do that? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's a, that's a good thing. So, uh, and you know what, uh, I think uh, credit cards, we mentioned those, mm-hmm. uh, what kind right. of credit card advice do you give to your clients, Brock? Okay. So the first one is this, don't carry a balance. Right? Yeah. If you you're go. carrying a balance, you're paying so Super high interest, okay. 17, 18% is not uncommon. And that's crazy yeah. in this low in- interest rate environment that we're in. Yeah, that, that would be crazy to do. It would be. And so, uh, but again, we're, everybody's where we're at, right? In other words, if you do have an existing balance of a couple thousand dollars or more. You know, do what you can put a plan together to pay that off as fast as possible, which is probably means that you're going to have to have some sacrifices in your life. Right. In other words, you're going to have to not do something so you can do that. Um, but do what you can do uh, for sure to get that paid off as fast as possible. But don't carry a balance if if you don't have one. Um, but I will say this, if you do use a credit card and we use uh, my, my family, we use a credit card because of the good rewards programs mm-hmm. that are out there. So if you don't carry that balance and you pay it off every month, usually if it's a good reward, for example, we have Southwest uh, credit card through Chase and, and you know, there's a $100 a year fee to have that. Um, so it's not like it's completely free, but when you're paying these things off and then you're building these rewards and you're flying uh, for free, that can be a really good program, Right. Um, maybe you have enough to where you even have a companion pass where you and your spouse or or whoever fly for free. So it can be a very good thing. The problem is people get caught up on those rewards so much that they forget that, oh, this month I didn't pay off my balance. That brings me to my next point. You need to have an emergency account for emergencies. (laughs) (laughs) Do not use credit cards for emergencies, right? And so if you have that emergency fund, that six months' worth of your expenses sitting in an account, I know some people complain a lot about, you know, well, I'm not getting any interest on my money there at the bank. It's okay. You need to have it there. You need to have it liquid, ready to go in case something were to happen. Um, These medical bills are getting out of hand, right? And so if you have a higher deductible, you need to have that available, especially if you don't have an HSA. But my point is, is by if you have that done, if you have that emergency fund, you shouldn't need to use a credit card and or carry a balance. Okay. But it goes hand in hand, Tony. I guess that's really what the point is. Sure. Your emergency account and or not having a balance on your credit card go hand in hand and you got to have both. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about financial follies to avoid today. And I think it's been a great conversation. So let's keep it going. Um, What do you have for us next? Here we go. Top 10 most common financial mistakes. Next, addresses, buying a new set of wheels. Okay. Uh, I I can't count the number of times I've reminded clients that purchasing a gently used vehicle rather than a new one oftentimes makes a lot of sense. Now I will have a little footnote on that right now. Uh, this is, you know, pointing out this article, I will say right now, it seems to me that, that the used car market is very high right now, thirty-seven percent. I saw this number yesterday. It is up thirty-seven percent over a year ago. That's how much cars have gone up. Used cars have gone That's up crazy. in price. It's nuts. It's crazy. But a, a lot of things are crazy right now in our yeah. world. Yeah. Um. But but here's here's the main point of why I say this, Tony. Because if you can get something five ten thousand dollars less than a new car, okay that maybe means that you can pay cash for that car. And that is a huge one. Now I know our interest rates are really low right now. Um, and so I get the question a lot, Hey, I've got the money in my bank account to pay cash for this car, but they're offering, you know, three or 4% for a loan. What should I do? Should I use the cash and pay it off or should I get the loan? And here's the, here's the general advice. First of all, by taking this cash out and paying cash for your car, will that then dwindle you down to basically nothing where you don't really have an emergency account? Always make sure you have that emergency account available in your bank account, in your savings. And if that dollar amount, so let's, let's take it a step two, which is I do have enough cash even above my emergency uh, fund to pay cash for a car, so what should I do? My advice there a lot of times, Tony, in that situation would be to say, do both right if that car is $20,000 right. pay 10,000 in cash and get the loan for the other 10,000 and maybe invest that other 10,000 mm. but you've got to have a longer term view of this yep. this isn't hey i'm going to put my money in you know there's really risky stocks or anything like that all you're doing is looking for a positive arbitrage which means that you are going to earn more on this money than you were paying in that loan okay in interest and so Um, you know, a lot of times that's what the advice is, but every situation is different. So I'm not just giving blanket advice out there to do that. You, you know, this is very customized just like anything else. Um, but generally, you know, generally Tony, i like to say, Hey, if you've got a used car, if you've got something you can pay cash for, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cash is always King. And whenever you can use it, uh, the better. Uh, especially on things like that you got to save up don't put it on a credit card that's always good and and when purchasing something the size of a car you really have to be careful especially now i mean it's crazy yeah new vehicles yeah. have shot up in price and uh, right. can, the demand for supply is not good right now for use, for new cars or for used because there's a lot of demand because people can't find the new cars they want either. So, right. uh, and I know people who have reached a point where they're able to purchase a brand new rather than gently used car. uh, Mm -hmm. And they choose to do that because it's more because it's a status symbol. And uh, just because it's something you can afford doesn't make it a smart financial move, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Every situation is different. Look, if you're doing everything you need to do, Okay. In other words, if you are saying, Hey, I'm putting the amount of money I should be putting away for retirement. I'm putting the amount of money I need to put away to help my kids with their college, maybe with 529 529 plan. I'm, I have an emergency account. I know that, you know, Hey, I can afford to do this. I can have the car that I really want. And if it ends up being a status move for you, great. Then do it by all means. If you've got everything else taken care of, in your financial house, do it. But if you don't, I would urge you to maybe not do that, right? In other words, not buy that $60,000 car, maybe buy a $40,000 car, okay? Um, And so, uh, yeah, that's that's my general advice. If you've got everything taken care of, by all means, do it. Enjoy life. Do the things. It's okay to have wants, but we got to make sure that those wants are within our budget and within our uh, you know, means sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. Does that answer your question, Tony. Yeah, yeah. It did. Good. It did. So, um, and uh, you know, purchasing houses is probably another big, mm-hmm. uh, a big one, isn't it? It is. Um, a lot of people so make other- mistakes there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, when it comes to the financial uh, aspect of that, um, what I would say is is that a financial folly that I've seen is relying too much on your home equity, Yeah. okay? Refinancing may mean you're getting a stack of cash, but are you giving away ownership to somebody else? If refinancing means you end up with a lower rate or that you can quickly pay down some high interest debt, it may be a smart move. But refinancing should be viewed with considerable caution. And I think that's important for our listeners to understand now we're out of time it just flew by no yes way. yes is there anything oh else gosh. you want to add before we go brock i see people that know what they should be doing but they're just not doing it i would encourage you take the plunge talk to a financial services professional to kind of push you over that edge to do the things that you need to do to be successful financially in your life give us a call 573-332-7855 all right folks it's been a great show. Uh, We will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Allspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com.